Welcome to the Lancaster Patriot Podcast. My name is Chris Hume, and I'm the managing editor at the Lancaster Patriot, a conservative print newspaper serving Lancaster County, Pennsylvania, and beyond. Well, today is Wednesday, July 20th, 2022, and our first topic today is the premiere of the Turley Talks film, The Return of the American Patriot, The Rise of Pennsylvania. As the Lancaster Patriots' Michael Yoder has reported, the film premiere faced cancellations from two Lancaster County venues before finally being held at Christ Community Church in Cumberland County. The first Lancaster County venue to cancel was Penn Cinema in Lidditz. The second was Wyndham Lancaster Resort and Convention Center. Now, according to an email provided to the Lancaster Patriot by the president of Turley Talks, the Wyndham Lancaster Resort was counseled by their attorney to cancel the premiere because the resort, quote, received numerous threats that if the screening is held, there will be rioting, property damage, and potentially physical violence, end quote. After Wyndham backed out of the showing of the film due to these threats, Christ Community Church in Cumberland County agreed to show the film. The premiere occurred on Saturday, July 16th, and over 1,000 people gathered to watch the film, which featured Doug Mastriano, Steve Turley, Mike Miller, and others. Ralph Cochran is the president of Turley Talks and a resident of Lancaster County, and he joins me now to discuss the opposition this film faced and what that tells us about the forces at work in our county. So, Ralph, thanks for joining me today. Thank you. So, Ralph, there was a lot of social media buzz and ostensibly also some real threats, uh, at least to the Wyndham Resort there leading up to this event. And after all that, you know, we might expect that a large group of articulate and thoughtful people might have gathered to oppose the event. Uh, what can you tell us? What was the opposition like on Saturday? <laughs> Nothing like that. They were, um, they were rabid, um, unhinged you know, protesters, and I think there was almost, arguably, maybe eight. Someone said there was up to ten, but I, I'll give them ten if you want it. But, uh, yeah, years, they were just on the side of the road. I actually never saw them because I was too busy um, working with our 1,200 patriots that were present at the event. So it was just kind of, it was actually pure silliness, to be honest. Um, and, uh, if you know, and, and I think uh, the, 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 the bark is definitely louder than the bite when it comes to these people. So let's talk about this. I mean, the opposition beforehand was enough to at least cause two venues to cancel. Uh, and then at the actual event, it was very minimal. But let's first talk about why do you think this film led to such opposition from groups like Lancaster Stands Up or other groups in the county? You know, what was it about this film that you think caused all this? Well, yeah, as my business partner, um, Dr. Turley, pointed out at the event, you know, woke cancel culture, it's their way or the highway. You know, there, there, there is no other option with the way they view the world. And, um, and th- they are the least tolerant type of people. I, I, I affectionately call them my wokey wokesters. And um, they're, they're, they're just unhinged people and they, they're irrational. And they have a value system that is antithetically opposed to the, the Patriots' value system of, you know, upstanding, you know, um, um, citizens of Pennsylvania. And they believe that their value system ought to be imposed on everyone else. And we should submit to their, their way 
ways of viewing things, and there is not, and there's a large, a large, large, a massive contingency that is um, feels directly the opposite, and um, and they're on, and and they're now rising up and speaking out and saying no more. We're not doing this. We're not doing it. We're not. We're not going by your playbook. We're not. We're not going to tolerate your intolerance. Right. And now, now two Lancaster County business owners did cave to the pressure. What can we say about Lancaster County and, and the courage or lack thereof in the county? What needs to happen to change that would you know, cause business owners to succumb to this type of pressure when there are thousands, you know, lots of people who disagree with the leftist ideology? What's going on in our county here, and, and what can we do to, to change that? It's a great question. Um, I mean, I think I think one of the dynamics. I mean, I'm from out of the area. I moved here about six years ago, and you know, there, I think people just want to be left alone and kind of, you know, the, we have the Amish mentality in the sense of leave us alone, let us live our lives, and you know, we're, we just want to, you know, go along, get along. And so, when you have people antagonizing the very core values of um, just us wanting to live our, our lives with our families and raise them up in the way we think, you know, we want it towards our faith, family, and uh, views of freedom. Um, I think in, in, in the county, what's, what's, what's happening is there's a group that is intentionally antagonizing those things and going against them. And, um, you know, ult- ultimately, I think what's happened, I don't think it's everyone in the counties like this, but it's forcing people who are not people who would like to fight back, um, forcing them to have to fight back. And um, there's a bunch of people, um, you know, like the owner of your newspaper who has been courageous and has said no more. And I'm speaking out. I'm, I'm not moving out of the area. This is my, my counting and, um, and it's my val- the values that our county represents are not your values. And I think there's a lot of courage courageous patriots um stepping up and saying no more to this and i think there then there's a group of some people who are trying to still play it up the middle and um and they think that middle is still there and i think they when the pressure comes they get attacked and and, you know and the tactics that i saw very poignantly is very it's very it's very important if any business owners are listening to this being prepared like if you know you got to take a stand one way or another. You don't really have a choice anymore. Mm. Um, and and, and um, at the at the core of it, though, is their tactic is not so much to like boycott your business, which you're like, okay, so what? You don't want to come here? That's no fight. You don't want to eat in my restaurant? No problem. You don't want to? No problem. But it's a different thing when they're calling your employees and threatening them, and then agitating them, telling them they're part of a business that's, you know, white supremacist, white nationalist, like just insane accusations that are not rooted in any sense of truth. And, um, and those people there are not prepared for that. They don't want to work. They just, they're just, there's employees coming there to do a job and now they're feeling personally threatened and they quit. And that, that then ruins the business's ability to deliver its services or products. And, that's that's kind of the core strategy behind what these people are doing and i think um i know specifically at wyndham there was comments of that made and i would suppose the same was happening at penn cinema i saw it happen at the 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 tide house which 
I know you guys had experienced directly. So um, where uh, employees actually quit there and left. And that's why I sent my children down there to take a job working in their place. So right. um, I'm all for this and, uh, and fighting back and speaking out. And we just, the, the, you can't, you know, you, you can't think that you're, you can just operate a business like it was five years ago and not be ready philosophically and, and I would even say theologically to know how, your, how you, you run your business is connected to these things because it's inside everywhere. You look at Disney films and the culture they're trying to push on us. You see Netflix. It's, it's the value systems of these, these um, where these wokey wokesters come from is being imposed and it's right here in your backyard and you can't hide from it anymore. Sorry, if those days are over and you have to choose sides and there's, there is not a middle. There's not a, everyone say, oh, I want to be center right or center left. That's a, that's a, that's a fabricated concept and you don't have to be an extremist either. Now other people might call you names and you don't like that, but at the same time, if it's your values and your, and what you believe in to be true and represents your, what you believe is what God says and how you ought to live your life, then so be it. Let's move on. Like, let's live by that. And there's nothing wrong with that. You don't have to be afraid. And that's what it comes down to. It's a, it's a, it's fear and it's, and it's a lack of courage. It's cowardness. And uh, that's, that's what we saw on full display. But there was also a lot of good people in the County that stood up with um, my, for myself in particular. And, um, you know, circled me up when I was trying to find the next venue and, um, and uh, Ray D'Agostino um, and Valerie Bolin were huge um, uh, supporters of helping me um, make this happen. Daniel Lindenmuth and Tabitha Valu, um, these, these people stood up and, and walked alongside us. And and I, and, I, and honestly, the, the, the us to find the, the additional venue would have never happened without that support system. And I think that's a big thing, too, is like, don't be afraid and you're not alone. And if you feel afraid and alone, you need to get educated on what is actually going on. And, um, you know, that's why groups like Free PA or your paper um, to see that there's an other way to deal with this. And you don't and, and you also don't have to throw your value system away or live in fear. And that's what they did. They created this cloud of fear over everyone and they just they, they caved to it. And um, it's it just shows who they are. And um, and. And, uh, you know, and maybe one day they'll realize they made a mistake and they'll make it have a change of mind. And I pray that they will. But they were cowards and, and shame on them. Yeah. And you mentioned courage. And that's that's the key factor here. And and the the tactics of those trying to silence, whether it's this film or any type of discussion about any sort of conservative values are are very interesting and, and disturbing, to be honest. You know, threats that there will be rioting and property damage uh, if a venue hosts something like this. Uh, you know, very, very uh, uh, tactics that are not ones that would lead to a discussion and discourse because it doesn't seem that the other side wants to actually talk about their ideas. Yeah, and I had a lawyer point out to me it's a form of extortion, you know, and it's, and, and you know, where is the, you know, where where is the, um, the, the protection from the government when this kind of thing comes down to, the, 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 the police force and whoever would take up something like this to investigate it. And that's the irony to these businesses. The one thing I noticed, none of them, re, none of them to my knowledge reported the threats to the police. They just canceled our contract. Hmm. That tells you a lot. Right. 
right? Maybe they did. I haven't heard it yet. So I, sure. know, I haven't heard anything. The, the police has called me saying that this happened to you. So Right. Now, are there any plans that you can speak of right now to show the film again, or is the film going to later be streamed? What's, what are kind of the next steps for the film? Yeah, we're pretty scared of these wokey wokesters, so we're probably not going to show anymore. It costs too much of a rocket. No, I'm just kidding. No, we're, we are absolutely, I'm making plans, and um, we're going to be showing this now. What's happened is I've got, my phone has been ringing off the hook, and um, emails, and hey, I'm going to show it at this church. I got this venue. I got this location in counties all over the state. And um, and I say all over from Pittsburgh up to Erie to Bucks County to Berks County to Dauphin County and Lebanon and York County. We're showing this thing. And um, and it's going to be all over the place in the, the, the months ahead. So and, and I'm actually going to intentionally delay doing the virtual premiere so we can get it in, in, in as many um, locations as possible. And, the, the great thing is all these all, all that's happened by this ha- the being done with this church they're being attacked right now by threats of like well, the IRS is gonna you know remove your 501c they're, you know there's they're, they're dealing with all that right now and um, and that's a bunch of nonsense too and uh, they're, they're having experts help them and the long and short it's only emboldening the church to stand up which is what's Probably one of the best things that's happened here is there's now, I'm, I'm actually thinking maybe our next film should be the, the, the return of the courageous patriot pastor, almost like the Black Robe Regiment from the past, right? Mm-hmm. So, like, there's something going on here where this is waking people up, and um, I hope the pastors will take courage, too. Courage is one of the highest virtues that we, you, if, you don't, if you don't have courage, you can't really do the rest of the other, you can't have and live out the rest of the other virtues because right. courage means standing bold and strong in the midst of great um, pressure and, and risk. Um, and just like our founding fathers did here in signing the declaration, when they signed that declaration, that was a death warrant for them. And they put everything at risk. They were courageous. And look what we have. We have in Pennsylvania with what William Penn put together here it's, it's very special what we have. it. We have to protect it. And it's not some abstract thing you can just watch on Fox News anymore and think you can yell at the screen because Sean Hannity or Tucker puts up some news report and you're annoyed and you're in your basement throwing tomatoes at the screen because you're mad at the, the left and you disagree and then you go to bed that night. Like, you really have to be looking at what can I do? And that's, that's how this film started. I asked the question, what can I do to show people about all these courageous patriots in Pennsylvania of what they've done over the past two years and have stood up against all odds. And, and here they are and they're amazing. And Mastriano is just one of many patriots we've highlighted in the film. And I think that's another reason they're so annoyed and upset is because he's getting too close to the, the eye of Endor. <laughs> or is that, that the right, you know what I mean? If he's good, if he goes to throw the ring in the, in the in the molten lava there yeah you know, it ru- it ruins it ruins the, the the control that they've had for so long and um and here we are you know as a ba- you know as the band of brothers running moving forward with this and we're not going to stop i mean even today i don't know if you know um in maryland dan cox just won the primary and he's a mastriano also down there and um he's he's and i mean they are freaking out because, and it's not because we're after them. We're just, we're just not going to submit to them. Right. Um, and, and we're way more tolerant than they will ever, 
they 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 ever have been and they ever will be. Yeah. Well, we are we are just about out of time, Ralph. Uh, where can people go to learn more about Turley Talks and this new film? Yeah, I mean, the biggest place to go watch us is on the YouTube channel um, or our podcast. We have about 900,000 YouTube subscribers and 8 million downloads. We're one of the top 50 podcasts in the nation right now on political news. And um, so you can also get to that on the website at turleytalks.com. There's links there to everything. Sign up for our email newsletter. And, um, and, and especially if you're listening to this, you know, like, like get people to sign up for your paper. I actually think that's more important to get this local news here and what you guys are doing. So I'm just a real big fan of the work you guys are doing and, we're very excited about seeing where you guys go too. So I think people need to subscribe to your newspaper, um, and uh, and 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 you can listen to Turley Talks also, and just be encouraged and know you're not alone. Well, I appreciate that, Ralph, and appreciate your work, and I want to thank you for your time, and uh, God bless. Thank you. Moving on to our second story, the Lancaster Patriots' Michael Yoda reports that the Hempfield School Board has voted six to two in favor of a policy keeping male athletes from playing on female teams and vice versa. Now, the policy, which might be the first of its kind in the Commonwealth, comes after Governor Tom Wolf vetoed a bill last month which would have done the same thing except applied it across all government schools and colleges in Pennsylvania. Wolf posted a tweet last month saying, quote, leave trans kids alone. Now, the Hempfield decision was, of course, not without controversy. Two board members voted against it. Again, it was six to two vote, including Jim Maurer. Now, he said this. This is one of the board members who voted against this policy, which keeps male student athletes on male teams and females on female teams. And he said this. He said, I will not accept the board's vote regarding this policy. This policy invalidates gender identity and contradicts our mission statement that we just went through. Now, other voices expressed strong support for the policy, including parent Richard Boyer, who said the school board has been routinely threatened by, quote, a handful of Marxist-inspired residents. Now, Boyer went on to say the following, which I think is a powerful quote, and he, and he said this, as uh, Michael Yoda reports, Boyer said this, he said, Policy 123 does not discriminate or violate individual rights. It protects them. For many of you, Equal treatment feels like discrimination because you expect to receive special treatment. The sense of, this sense of entitlement for special treatment feeds directly into the current culture war, which many want to blindly ignore or want to pretend isn't present. And this culture war is going to get worse, a lot worse, end quote. Now, Boyer is, of course, correct. Males are to be treated as males and females are to be treated as females. This is not discrimination. It is, in fact, equity. It is just. Now, sadly, parents at this school district and many others are supporting and encouraging the confusion being propagated by the secular worldview of trans activists. Now, one of the people who spoke at the board meeting was the mother of a middle school girl who claims to be a boy. This mother referred to her daughter using male pronouns, saying, quote, He hears these decisions you guys are making, these things we're saying about him, and everybody like him, and that tells him that he's not good enough, that there's something wrong with him, end quote. Now, this is, of course, very, very sad, and I do feel great pity for this young girl who is being taught that it is fine to pretend to be a boy. You see, if a young girl 
wants to be a boy, and I'm not talking about simply wanting to do boy things, like play with trucks or go fishing, if we associate those things with boys. I'm not talking about that. That's totally fine. But if someone wants to become a boy, if a young girl wants to become a boy, then yes, something is wrong. There is something wrong with that child. That doesn't mean the young girl doesn't have worth or isn't valuable or anything like that. On the contrary, because she is a valuable human being made in the image of God, we ought to help her if she is confused about the reality of how God made her. Instead of helping her, her mother is doing a terrible evil by encouraging her in her confusion. Young students like this often grow up embittered and confused and depressed, not because there are people willing to tell them the truth, namely that God made us male and female, but because they become consumed with a lie. And this was the reality, this is the reality I've witnessed on multiple occasions, including last month at the homosexual festivals that occurred in Lancaster and Lidditz on the same weekend. And what you see there are young people lost and confused and hurting because adults like this student's mother are unwilling to help them understand basic reality. They are unwilling to help them work through their confusion, encouraged by media and social media that tells them that they can be something they are not. And then as these young students grow up, we have the older folks that we've encountered at these events and festivals, people who claim that they'll kill themselves if their sex change operation does not make them happy. Do not ever believe for one second that the loving thing to do is to affirm the lie of transgender ideology. That is not loving, it is hateful. The idea that boys can become girls and girls can become boys is a demonic doctrine that only hurts people, especially young people. And that is what at least in part was at stake at Hempfield. Well, speaking of distorting reality, 47 Republican House members voted for a bill affirming what I can only call homosexual mirage. The Hill reports on this in their first paragraph reads as follows, quote, The House passed a bill on Tuesday to protect marriage equality, a direct response to an opinion from Supreme Court Justice Clarence Thomas last month that called for reversing multiple decisions that enshrined LGBTQ rights, end quote. Note two things in that opening paragraph of the Hill's story. Two phrases that are used in what is now the all-too-common manipulation of language. The first phrase is protect marriage equality, and the second phrase is LGBTQ rights. Both phrases are misleading. So first, let's take a look at the protect marriage equality. The idea that protecting marriage equality means claiming that two men can be married is absurd on its face. The institution of marriage for all of human civilization has been recognized as the union of a man and a woman. Marriage is the fundamental building block of society established at creation that leads to the propagation of the human race. Destroying the definition of marriage is not protecting anything regarding marriage. Whatever two men may do together, we can never call it marriage because it is not marriage. Those who say it is marriage, including these 47 Republicans, are either cowards or reprobates. But the second phrase to consider is that of LGBTQ rights. It is a phrase and a concept that is unnecessary. Our rights are not granted to us based on our sexual delusions. 
They are granted to us based on the fact that we are human beings made in the image of God. There are no special rights that exist for people who are sexual deviants. What right do I have that a homosexual man does not have? The idea that anyone can marry anyone or anything and that this is some sort of fundamental right is erroneous. An unmarried man has the right to marry an unmarried woman. He does not have the right to marry a horse or a tree or a stuffed animal, nor does he have the right to marry another man. Those things are not marriage, and, that, and therefore speaking of rights in this regard is a deceptive way to manipulate people. You see, the idea is, you know, who doesn't believe that homosexuals have rights? I certainly believe they have rights as human beings. But then politicians and publications like The Hill pervert the idea of rights to manipulate people into thinking that this is an issue of human rights when it is not. This is an issue of the definition of marriage. Well, that does it for today. Stay tuned because in an upcoming episode, we will be looking at the continued compromise of certain Republican leaders, even some right here in Lancaster County, regarding the funding of the University of Pittsburgh. If you are not a subscriber to the Lancaster Patriot, go to thelancasterpatriot.com and subscribe today. Get local news delivered right to your door once a week. We have a print newspaper. We are growing and we are offering traditional ethical news to our community. So check us out, subscribe, listen to our next episode. Until then, God bless and Godspeed.